0: Welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I am your host, Jay Holleyhan, and I'm back here on this Friday evening talking Penn State football as they're back from their bye week and they're set to do battle against the Massachusetts Minutemen, who are 1-6 uh, so far on the season. Um, UMass's lone win came week one against New Mexico State, where they won 41-30. They have lost obviously six straight since, and this will be their second power um, five opponent on the season. Their first was back in week two against Auburn. So, kind of a weird um, situation here in the season. You know, now we're you know we're used to playing you know um our conference games now would be i think last year this week was michigan um so we're used to the big 10 you know really these 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 huge you know games coming into it and you know we're, we're used to it being uh you know a lot of you know maybe playoff amplifications on the line um but not this year, uh this time, you know, it's um it's a weird you know it's definitely weird to see on the schedule. I mean when I was going through and looking at the schedule I, I was kind of taken back, thought it was maybe a typo that we were playing um you know, UMass so late into the season. And especially coming off of a bye. So as weird as it is, you know, for for us to see on the schedule, you know, it, it is something that you have to do. They're the next opponent on your schedule. You want to go as James Franklin and the team's mantra, you know, always 1-0 um, each week. And, uh, you know, I guess that also includes the pie week. But, um, you know, Penn State right now, they've got a lot of momentum moving forward. You don't want that to happen with the slip up here against UMass um you know you've you're, you're 5-0 and right now you can't be looking looking ahead at you know the Ohio State game or anything like that you just got to keep you know what's in front of you in front of you you know um handle business and and do what you can I mean this is a game that I expect to be like the UD game to be like you know um a game where you can get some guys some more experience, you know, and you can get, uh, you know, you can allow um, Drew Aller to really settle back in after a bye. Um, And I I think all that will be huge uh, this week, obviously. And, you know, Penn State, I mean, the thing that, you know, you, you you do like about this game is, yes, it is a, you know, quote unquote, you know, you say cupcake game, right? That's what, pe- you know, that's kind of what people have uh, come to call these, um, you know, games when you're not playing power six opponents or power five opponents, excuse me, and you're going up against, um, you know, these top, uh, top teams in the SEC and the ACC you know they call them cupcake games unless it's a it's a, a strong big five team but you know you do have to understand that um, you know you got to still go out there and play that's why we you know that's why you play the game um, but at the same time you know like I said Penn State they need to go out there they gain you know coming off of a buy, and especially off of a road win against Northwestern, where you didn't come out too hot, and then you ended up going on and uh, you know winning and blowing them out, you get a really strong sense of okay, you know we can come back, we can you know we got to you know Drew Aller has never handled you know a, a bye week in college football and all that as a starter. So he can kinda of settle back in and the team itself can settle back in, um, which I think is huge, you know, as as well. So for UMass and just kinda, of, you know, looking at them and, and necessarily kind of scouting them here, the tail of the tape, I mean UMass, they've amassed three hundred and ninety-six total yards, two hundred and fifty-four from the air, 142 on the ground. Um, Penn State is holding teams to 210 uh, yards allowed. Penn State itself is 430 total yards, and UMass's defense is allowing 453. Um, Penn State has 235 through the air and 194 on the ground. So I think this is kind of a game I- I'm going to be curious to see How Penn State goes about this, because I could see them going about this in one of two ways, right? Like they could come out and they could say, all right, we're just going to ground and pound the ball, move down the field that way. Or they can try and, you know, get a little cute at times and try and throw some different things out there at them to just see what will happen and kind of break their will early. Um, So I'm going to be interested to see what exactly they do. In that regard, I think they're going to be, you know, they're not going to be grounded and pounded. I think they're going to try and let Drew Alar throw a lot. I mean, they want him to really get in tune with needing to make plays through the air because a lot of times, you know, he's been inconsistent this year, which he's a young quarterback, I get, but, you know, starter in the college football level, you'd expect him to to be going out there and making, you know, um, big plays, especially as highly touted of a recruit as he was, making big plays, strong throws. And we you know, we we've seen it from time to time, and it's specifically at home, but on the road, he just hasn't been hasn't been there, which I think is a little concerning when you look at who you have next on the schedule. So with UMass, I think they're gonna try and exploit that. Um you know their their lack of aerial coverage, and they're going to try and you know get it going through the air a little bit more, and try and get uh, Aller some you know some good reps, and hopefully they'll be able to come through and and you know get the win that way, and fall back on the run game if need be. Um, so I think also we're hearing Trey Wallace, uh, Harrison, Trey Wallace. Um, is going to be coming back. He's missed the last couple of games, uh, and you know that should be that should be good. Obviously for Penn State and Drew Aller, like I was talking about, getting him back in the offense, and I feel like that may be where the offense may have stalled out at times. Maybe not having Wallace in there has hindered things. Um, but regardless, I still would have would have liked to have seen Drew Aller play a bit better um, on the road in their first two games against uh, lesser opponents. So, um, you know, for Penn State, I, those are what I see moving forward. Defensively, I think they should be able to hone in on UMass, um, be able to create turnovers, create mistakes, um, and and that's such. Uh, their quarterback, Carlos Davis, Baltimore native, um, he has 886 passing yards, six touchdowns, three picks. His quarterback rating is 39.7. Um So, you know, not great in the passing department. Um, So I think that from that point they can try and wreak havoc, get turnovers and, you know, such things as so um, as an offense. And then, you know, their lead receiver, Anthony Simpson, 33 catches, 566 yards, and three touchdowns. I'm going to assume this is the guy that, uh, you know, you're going to be you know, really seeing the defense try and try and stop, um, you know, early and often. Uh, Kalen King, I'm sure, will be matched up on him, I'm going to assume. However, you know, we might see, you know, Penn State um, or UMass, you know, try and move him around in the offense a little bit more to free him up, which would be interesting to see how King uh, approaches that. But, you know, that's just... Like I said about Penn State, you have to be able to, you know, um adapt to those things in these games and I think that's also a good look if they throw, you know, Simpson emotion or they try and do things to throw Penn State off, you know, I think those are those are some huge um huge points that you can, you know, you can kind of pinpoint moving forward and say okay, you know, this is where um you know, we need to be better at this, we need to be better at that, stuff like that. So Penn State, um, they come into this game ranked six. I wanted to take a little bit of some time to talk about this. Very strange um, and a little, uh, a little annoying because Oklahoma leapfrogs Penn State into the top five. And in my opinion, you know, Oklahoma beat Texas, and yes, you know, they were twelve and they moved inside the top five, and that's saying, well, Penn State hasn't really beat anyone, blah, 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 haven't really played anyone, and Oklahoma has, you know, come on, really, we're going to say, you know, by the eye test, you're going to sit there and tell me Oklahoma is that much better of a team than Penn State, Oklahoma can't defend worth crap, they just can't, and Texas, you know, I mean, I understand Moving them forward, obviously, I don't think they should have leapfrogged Penn State, a team that's been in the top 25 all season. So, you know, um, this week would be a big opportunity for Penn State with Oklahoma um, on the bye to really capture something here. But, yeah, I mean, they moved literally in front of Penn State at five in the AP um, top 25. Looking in the coaches' poll – They still have Penn State at the top five, and it's interesting, they have Oklahoma seven and Washington above them, which is interesting because personally, if they threw, like at the end of this week, because, you know, Oklahoma on a bye, you know, if Washington beats Oregon or Oregon beats Washington, you're going to see one of those two teams jump ahead of Penn State, and it's going to be, you know, and if Ohio State beats Purdue, it'll be the three versus seven, going toe-to-toe, and especially, and if it's a close loss, especially, you may even see Penn State drop back to eight. Potentially, I'm not saying this will happen, but if it's a really close game, they may throw Washington above and Oregon above Penn State. I'm just throwing out hypotheticals here, but very interesting uh, to note that Right there, and it's just again, it's another slap in the face by the AP poll. I mean, you know, if you follow Penn State throughout the years, you know that the AP poll uh, has always been very unkind to Penn State and the way that you know they they view them for whatever reason. But um, regardless, just got to keep proving them wrong. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollahan, and I will be back on Talking Penn State Football Saturday after the game against UMass. Kickoff is 3.30 on the Big Ten Network. I believe this is the first Penn State game this year to be featured on the Big Ten Network. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.